Pelicans win 119-106, presented to you by Company Burger, New York Life, and DraftKings. DraftKings, the official sports betting partner of Boot Crew Media and the NBA, joined with Chaz and Chris. Um, let's get right into it. Pelicans, listen, it's a win. Uh, I thought the Pelicans were the better team for three out of four quarters tonight. Let's get right into it, Chaz. Uh, Jose Alvarado, he's just a game changer. He's a game changer for this team. We've been saying it all year. He needs more minutes. He needs more minutes. He needs more minutes. Tonight, he gets more minutes, and without Jose Alvarado, I don't think they win that game. He brings a certain energy, a certain IQ, a certain pace to this team in which in which they need. He's a He, he just flips the switch, and the energy in the building, I can't remember. There, there are a few players that can do this, but like he's one of them where he just raises the entire energy in the entire building. Right. Um, what you like from him tonight? You know, it's almost like Coach Willie's playing using, you know, reverse psychology. Like, I'm going to I'm gonna keep sliding Jose. So when he does play, he has something to prove. Um, Jose single-handedly changed that game, man. Like, Jose in the fort. The game was going off the rails. Jose came in, right at the ship. I think he had, what, huge three. Um, yeah, huge three in the two, left wing. Two, two, three huge steals. Um, uh Stole, stole, what was it, the inbound he stole? Put it up two yep. points. I think at that point it was like, the score was like 98, 92. Got the game back within uh four, four, three or four. Um, He was just, he was, he was just incredible tonight. Incredible game from Jose. Him and Larry, this incredible. I'm, I'm glad you brought up Larry too, because Chris, Larry and Jose tonight combined to go four of six from deep. Uh, You don't yep. think it really is a Larry as a shooter or a Jose, but those guys, I feel like they hit, big shots and big moments when the team really needs it. Yeah, man. I mean, those guys give um, they, they give organization and they give accountability, right? Larry, Larry gives accountability and he, he always knows where to line up. Um, He knows, you know, he's going to make the effort plays. He's, you know, very good at stabilizing things, you know, maybe, you know, an important rebound, an important dunk, whatever the case may be, important trip to the free throw line. But what you realize about Jose, and it's not really hard to see, like um, the drop off is sometimes this team and you see you, you've seen it in a lot of games they've lost. They go through multiple possessions, three, four or five to where they don't know what they're doing. They're turning the ball over and it's silly turnovers, self-inflicted turnovers. But one thing Jose does is he organizes everybody. Mm. Right. He's a point guard. And, you know, we've talked about this before. He's the only true point guard on the team. And outside of the energy, outside of the basketball IQ, outside of some of the big shots, the energy, the defense, all those things, the scrappiness, whatever you want to call it, I think what trumps it all is him simply being a point guard and knowing what his role is. His ego is completely out the side. It's his job to set others up and make sure that he's getting everyone. He's taking advantage of whatever's in front of him, whether it's, you know, hell, I mean, the best – his best player of the game, I mean, listen, he makes that three late, but the most impressive player of the game, <laughs> he finishes a contact layup against yep. against Boban. Yep. Okay. Yep. It's like it's like Ray Mysterio like knocking you know, down too. Knocking down like the big show. It's not supposed to happen. He knocked right. him down. <laughs> it's not supposed to happen. It's great. You know, but but that's that's what I realized. And you know, and hopefully, I don't know if it was supposed to take them this long to see this, but Yo, man, those two guys are very important, um, and I hope that this is this is something that you know lights a fire within a lot of guys, and we continue to see it. 
because it's what helped them make the playoffs last year and even bring Phoenix to six games. Yeah, I mean, all just all just great points there, Chris. And you know, let's talk about it, Chaz. One thing that we were really hard on with Willie, uh, Coach Green, is that his rotations weren't great. I thought tonight he made it was a clear adjustment, and the first one. Uh, go Chaz and Chris, uh, get your thoughts on this. Was Larry coming in for Jonas four minutes in instead of Zion? Usually Zion goes in at the six minute mark, and um, for whoever comes in. Um, but tonight he went with Jonas out first. Zion played most of the first quarter, if not the all of the first quarter. Um, and then you had some DG minutes, less, uh, less DG CJ backcourt, more CJ Jose, uh, backcourt. You know, I would hope that this was more um, a strategic rotation, rotational change versus a, a rotational change given the context of the game. Because Zion started off so hot, you mm-hmm. couldn't really take him out of the game anyway. So, you know, I, I would hope that this is more of something that we've seen in this like a permanent change we'll be making. Um, this is even a game I was kind of like interested in seeing Jacks play a little bit, given his history against, um, you know, the Rockets. You got a young, feisty team, so you kind of want somebody out there who potentially matches energy. I saw how Jose was running, so I just imagine the Jackson Jose running and gunning. But, um, that substitution change in his rotations all night, in my opinion, were excellent all night. Yeah, I agree. Listen, uh, Chris, you saw Jose. CJ Brandon Zion Nance there from majority of the fourth quarter. And I thought that was one of the better quarters of the year. Um, what do you like from that group? Because there's a lot of energy, there's a lot of IQ, and you can switch one through five. Uh, and offensively, you surround Zion with those four guys. That's really hard to stop. But even but even defensively, like you know, right. when Zion so there's a play, I think in the third quarter, it doesn't end up going away. Maybe it was in the second. I don't know. It was the end of the second second quarter where Zion gets beat on a on a dribble drive Jose rotates over and takes and tries to take a charge you know it's just it's just stuff like that with with that group flexibility wise listen offensively is 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 one thing with the space and just everybody has a place that fits them and fits what they need to do and you would hope that as they continue to gel you know, that will help CJ, B.I. and Zion continue to find how they're going to fit against certain matchups together. But for me, I think defensively is where I find that because it's different. I still don't like CJ and Jose playing together uh, just just because I don't like small backcourts. But it works differently than it does with Devontae in certain strengths just because of how Jose is made. I, I, I can't, you know, and Devontae, I want to say for the, you know, the time that he played, I think he was he was great on both sides of the yeah. floor. He, he, he communicated, but it, it's something different, man. It's something different when Jose's in that the IQ, the know-how, the willingness, and execution. It just all fits with him. I, I, I you know, yeah. I mean, he's just. I, I don't know where this team would be without him. I'm serious. I, I really don't know those two, him and Larry. Um, so let's talk about. Uh, we'll start with you, Chris. Let's talk about CJ a little bit. Um, I know you wanted to talk about him. Uh, tonight, struggles again from the field. Uh, three or 14 from the field, one of seven from deep. And listen, about four of those three-pointers are like practice threes. Like 
you know, he hits those in his sleep. I did notice he's still playing with, with one of his fingers on his right hand. I, something's bothering him. Yeah. I know we've all seen it. CJ McCollum is one of the best scorers in this league. He's struggling right now. I don't think he's sick. If he's hurt, Chris, what are you seeing from him? Is he pressing? Is he in his head? Uh, what, are, what are you seeing from CJ? Um, yeah, I mean, it, it could be his hand. I don't know, you know, how, you know, in regards to the sickness, what's still, what's still there, what's not. Um, but I at least I at least saw a guy this game who was aware of what needed to happen on the floor. Yes. He decided that and early on, I'm gonna run this offense, I'm gonna move this offense, similar to what we saw like in some of the earlier games, one and two, when those guys were um, you know, before Brandon goes out in game three, you know, I'm gonna move the ball. I'm going to run through this offense and I'll, I'll have my opportunity to shoot the basketball, but we're going to live and die by what Zion and BI does. And that's what was, I think what was important. And while he wasn't, if he, if he didn't have the ball in his hands as much and the, the shot still isn't falling, that will, I mean, listen, this, this guy is top five, you know, and we're talking mid range shooters and for his career, he's close to 40%. So, regardless of what's going on with his hand, whatever he's going to, that's, that's going to be fixed. He's going to round in the form one way or another on that end. But as a, as a basketball player, as a hooper, as a guy who is supposed to be a leader on this team, when you, when your shot isn't falling, you find other ways to affect the game. So he rebounds tonight, seven rebounds, five more than Zion, I believe, right? He rebounds tonight. He ends up with seven assists. He fills up the box score, and he, me and Chas was talking about in the playback, he defended his ass off. He gave you everything that you could have asked out of him effort-wise defensively, and I think, to me, that's all you can really ask for. The shots are what they are. They will come, but I thought he was patient. He was a real number three today in the offense. He really settled into that role, and he gave he contributed in the game other ways, and that's what you want to see out of, out of one of your leaders. Chris, that, that is well said. I mean, I literally just tweeted this, but you to, to be an overall basketball player, right? Your shot's not going to fall every night. Like, I don't care if you're Kobe, MJ, LeBron, doesn't matter, Kevin Durant, you're going to have off nights. You might have off weeks, off months, but how do you affect the game? Well, you rebound, you assist, you defend your ass off. Those three things you just said, CJ did. And I thought tonight he did, he didn't force as much. Um, Chaz, point Zion. I, you know, I know that you're a big guy on get him the ball and basically get the hell out of the way. Uh, tonight, he touched the ball a lot at the top of the key, and there were a lot of possessions where the Pelicans were successful. Yeah. Um, now, I was looking at the box score. Um, with as successful as Zion, you know, and, and I think I've seen this a lot. Um, there's been several games where you see Zion start off and he's maybe like four for four or six for six. And you're like, oh, they can't, you know, he's going for 40 tonight. Then by the end of the game, you're like, oh, shit, he only took eight shots. What happened? And tonight, Zion only took nine shots, right? He made it to the free throw line a lot. But there's never a reason to me where you see Zion go eight for nine and he only takes nine shots. Um, again, what do you – do you think it's – what do you use? I guess, like, why do you think that is? is uh, <laughs> I think, I think, look, I think, uh, point Zion is an adjustment, it's, it's an adjustment, right? Um, you go from being, you know, a not so good team when point Zion was, you know, discovered, you go from totally not using it last year, not having it employed, now, and you go to this year 
where you kind of hope that things you're not going to need it as much, but it becomes all reliable pretty fast. Like, you know, it's, it's the most effective way. And Zion isn't a selfish player. And that's the beauty of point Zion. Zion, like that pass he made to, to Jose for the, for the three, it's like, yo, that's, he has elite vision. He's not a selfish player. He's not going to try to, you know, force a, a bad shot most of the time. Right. Um, I think it's we we overcomplicate things. There were two stretches in particular where I was like, you see, you see what happens when you go away from it. And when you look at that third quarter, right? When you go into the third quarter, there's a point we go up by like 17, right? Go up by like 17. 18, actually. 18. There's back-to-back possessions where we go away from point Zion, right? They score. We go back to point Zion. Zion gets stripped in the post. As he's right. making the spin movie, he gets right. stripped. Open the dam is opened. After that, point Zion, like we never really get back to it. Zion comes out the game, the lead evaporates. It's like, yo, you have to just hit the singles, make the simple play. You this win the game. You can work everything out later. Let's just win the game because we haven't won consistently yet. Are you are you trying to say that maybe Coach Green trying to get others involved, like say like Branding and CJ McCollum, like you know Zion's getting his. Now they have to get theirs, or is um, is that kind in, of a problem? In the, right w, now? in the WWE, they call it going into business for yourself, right? I think a lot of times, <laughs> guys, you know, you get a, you get a little antsy, you know, like, hey, you know, I, I I I deserve a shot here too, and we we've all seen guys do it. Like we we've even seen Devontae Graham going into business for himself at times, right? <laughs> and, but it's like yo. What's the goal? Do you want to win? If you want to win, give it to him. He's going to give it right back to you. And like, you know what I'm saying? He's going to give it right back to you. So just give it to him and let's just scout the way, you know? And in the end, even in the end with Jose and Zion, you kind of saw some some of the similar actions where you're like, all right, finally, you put the ball back in his hands. I mean, I don't know. This is me. Justin, let me, let me, let me get in real quick. I, 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 so, me and Chad talked about this on the playback as well. I understand from one perspective that, okay, Brandon Ingram's matchup is Eric Gordon. It's shooting over a chair. So, and I mean, I, I got to give Eric Eric credit. Like he, he's, he's been defending every Rockets game that I've watched for, you know, for a dude who shouldn't be out here having to guard like wings, like even against the Clippers, he was guarding Paul George. Right. It's just it's just a, it's terrible that that has to be his assignment. But that's the reality of it. But he's really he's really giving you everything that he has similar to what we were talking about with CJ. You know, um, so I get that. Yo, that's the one that we want to attack. B.I. against Eric Gordon, you taking that. Right. But if that's the case and, you know, you've seen it over and over again, Zion having the ball, it doesn't matter about the matchup. Four or five, four, four or five players have their eyes on him, and if you and if, and if you let him operate, if you let him operate from outside the post, even if it's in the post, he's gonna nine times out of ten. If the offense is in any kind of uh, correct setup, he's going to find the right person. So I, 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 I do agree that, you know, I mean, listen, he went to the free throw line. What? He had 12, 12, 12 times. So that 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 skews the overall shot attempts that he ended up having. Yes. But it was clear that when he had the basketball in his hand and the refs were not were not crazy with 
offensive fouls or anything like that. There was nothing that Houston could do. Um, so I do agree with Chaz, uh, you know, from that perspective. I, you know, I just think that I understand the matchup and I understand the fact that um, the defense late started to collapse on Zion. But, yo, you live with that because you're going to get an open shot or two each and every time. That's the beauty of adding him back. That's the change and the transition that everyone has to make, including Brandon. Brandon, you were the closer on the team last year. And some nights you will close on this team. But Zion's just different. The well said, Chris and Chaz. The main thing as a coach, you tell your players you want to get the best shot possible in every possession. That's like the main thing you say as a coach. When Zion has the ball, you get the best shot possible every single time. It is what it is. I don't. If you want to collapse defense, I have shooters. And guess what? When I kick it out, I have athletic shooters that can pump and just literally dribble drive, and it's either a layup and you're playing advantages. If you aren't going to collapse, it's going to be a layup. Yeah. Or a foul. Or he's making his free throws. Yeah. yeah. So He's also making his threes. That's right. probably why we had him parked in the corner in the foot, because he's been knocking those threes down. You, but to your point, guys, like, I love Brandon. He's my favorite guy on the team. But yeah, sometimes I think he's, he's all our favorite. Yeah. Yeah. I, I yeah. just think that Zion offensively gives you the best opportunity every single night. Or be more creative. Like, look, if if you want to exactly. attack, if you want to attack the matchup that is uh Eric Gordon Garden BI, you can still do that while having Zion be the be the initial, yeah. you know, being the uh initiator. Right. You know, you can have you can have Zion set up the offense on the opposite wing. And have bi run it, run an action, you know, on whether it's whether it's from the corner, or what? Like, there's so I many different ways. Code. I love when he gets an exit of those. I Dog, love it's so many different ways. If that's what you want to do, it can still happen. It doesn't have to. Yeah. It doesn't have to land yeah. with with bi being the one dribbling the basketball necessarily. This, yeah. like, I mean, that's how I look at it. Um, but shit, they won the game. Yeah, at the end of the day, you, and, look, I you, mean, take, you take the win and you leave. You take They're the money, like, right? Ain't that what you say, Jazz? Yeah, you take the money, you get in the car, you drive off. To Chris's point, there was an action in the first half where um, uh, Zion was initiating, and he waited for, for B.I. to make it to his spot. He waited like a, a good second. Um, he missed the turnaround jumper, but he waited for him. He was a patient, developing action. And, you know, like I say – these guys, they're going to learn to work with each other better. It just takes time. And yeah. like to Chris's point, creativity. Yeah, I agree. Um, multiple times, by the way, Zion Williamson did defer to Brandon. Like he was like, you got yeah. it. You got it. And like, that's who Zion is. Like that's yeah. what's, as y'all say, that's what makes him so great. Uh, to the, to the, your other point, Chaz, uh, I think LSU is a great example of like, you know, tempering expectations, right? LSU loses the game one of the year. Everyone's throwing a shit fit. They're now SEC West champions. Things can change in the right. season. As you can see, Willie Green's making adjustments. Right. Um, and it's game 13. They're seven and six. You're going to take that all day. Last thing I'm going to leave y'all with. I, I can't wait to hear y'all's thoughts on this. Uh, Lopez tweeted out, since Jose Alvarado got ejected from the game, Houston could pick any Pelicans bench player that they wanted to shoot. And they chose. Oh, they, they chose that? Oh. They chose. I love, it. Nails, that was really I love it. And he nails, he nails two free throws. Poetic oh, justice, dog. Poetic justice. justice. We was talking about that shit on the on the oh, playback. Man. Like this is hilarious. Yeah. But it's the but it's right. Like it's yeah. perfect. I thought that was Willie Green's. I was like, well, that's me too. Weird. I thought it was Willie. Weird flex. Like what? Like I would have yeah. done that though. Like like we said. Like that was that's that's great coaching. All right. The last time you were on the floor, 
You missed two free throws. Get back out here and make the next two. Yeah, yeah. So we, I we, love we, that we, moment. We give Willie a lot of credit for that. I say, <laughs> I say yo, Dyson misses these. We may never see Dyson again. Let me ask you real quick before we got out of here. Before we got here. If they come out here and they beat Memphis, mm. which they haven't beat Memphis with the healthies. I mean, they haven't beat. Yeah, I, I don't think Memphis has beat New Orleans they, with they a healthy Zion, right? Zion. I think Jalen you. is supposed to come back. Does anything, does anything, does your mindset on this team change if they, even for a moment, if they come out and they beat Memphis, who once again is playing well, energy right? No. Okay. The reason the reason why is because I need to know if some of the corrections tonight were because you still was in a heavyweight fight with a two win team tonight. Correct. Healthy. Correct. Right. So I need to know if some of the corrections that I saw tonight or what I perceived to be corrections, just like with the Dyson Daniels thing, we thought it was Willie, but it was the con- you know thing. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. yeah. Of the game. Yeah. I need to know. If that was because of the context of the game, or are we learning certain things? The process, right? Yeah, the process. So um, the result against Memphis, of course, I want to win, but yeah. the result wouldn't really change much Understood. from my perspective. Memphis is Tuesday, Wednesday is Chicago. Uh, last hand, we'll leave y'all with That's tough. Larry Nance, 22.9 rebounds. Presented to you by Company Burger and DraftKings Sportsbook. DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of Boot Crew Media and the NBA. New customers can bet $5, win $200 in free bets if your team wins on the money line using code BOOT. Chris Connor, Cheddar Chaz. That's crazy. That's what my friends likes to call him. Um, (laughs) We play Tuesday. Make sure you check out Hot Takes. Make sure you check out In Space. It's all on Boot Crew Media's YouTube page. I forgot to do the damn thing where you have to like, comment, and subscribe. So if you get to this point, please like, comment, and subscribe. (laughs) Get to the end of the video. Yeah, Jared's going to kill me on that one. Jared's going to kill me on that one. Pelicans win 119-106. They are seven and six. Y'all have a good Sunday. Hopefully the Saints won't ruin our weekend. See y'all later. Not counting on it.